The Pixel Hearts would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land where each member has recorded this episode. The Gadigal people of the Aura Nation, the Wadawarung, the Bunurong, and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The team would like to pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging, and recognise the sovereignty was never ceded. This continent always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to the Pixel Hearts. My name is Cameron. And do you think if Mario threw Cappy onto my head, does that now make Mario gay? Or what's the logistics on this? <laughs> my name is Taya, and uh, I once uh, seduced someone by learning an entire fictional sci-fi language from the show uh, The Expanse. Dutch is not a fictional language. We've told you this. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Faye, and I was supremely disappointed this week to find out the VR game Bone Labs wasn't what I thought it was. <laughs> I'm also disappointed, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, I'm Dr. Malian, but... Um... <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm bottoming out with butt puns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brilliant. Oh, that's good. Yeah, be proud of that. And we are a team of romantic gamers who want to help you achieve a play of the game in your love life. And this week on the show, we're talking about an interesting situation between a couple when um, one of them is maybe being a little vindictive in their video games. So we have this question from one of our listeners. My partner and I often play co-op games together, but recently he's been just letting me die in the games and not healing or resing me when he can. What is up with that? Is he just selfish or is this symbolic of deeper problems? Hmm. What right. is up with that? What is up with that? Thank you for writing that one in. This is a this is a really specific. I feel like this is one of those questions that we really like to get into here, which is so specific to gaming. Like you don't hear about couples outside of gaming being like, "My partner keeps letting me die." Oh, um, <laughs> my partner, that would be... who's an MD, is refusing to heal my fatal disease. <laughs> just does not happen. My heart surgeon doctor just keeps letting me flatline. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's so specific to gaming and so interesting. As someone who um is a support main, actually this is interesting. In in playing these kind of games, who who here is a support main? I'm a support main. Yep, I support often main am. here. I, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a tank. I, I hey, are you a support yeah, main? A tank. I I get the aggro. You're a tank. Yeah, I've yeah oh. I've moved to tank these days. I am just starting tanking in like RPGs, but I can't do like when I Overwatch and I tank, I get really angry at everyone because I'm like, stay with me. Um, My my favorite description. I definitely love that. Sorry, my favorite description of the tank role is just like everyone else is walking out of the dungeon. That was a cakewalk. Tank walks out, covered in bruises, blood, missing teeth, you know, fragile thumbs up. I finally did a tank in D&D and I got absolutely obliterated by a whole bunch of cyclopses while all my team were really far behind just throwing spells. I was so mad. I think um, my favourite line about tanks is that they're uh, squishy for heels. Oh. <laughs> squishy for heels. But yeah, it's it's an interesting one in terms of like... the. the 
I want to delve into the like the mindset behind support. So I think one of my key things is the reason I get into playing as a support is I love that idea of, you know, um, giving to the team. I, when I play these kind of games, although I am a very much the kind of personality that I think leads itself to being a one-man show, when I play games, I really like to be part of a team and feel that kind of connection as a team. And I feel that the most is a support in that kind of like, you guys are going to work on what you're doing and I'm going to make sure that you stay alive. And like that vibe of being giving into part of it. So as a support, I know in the past when someone has pissed me off in a game, I I let them die. Like I go, do you know what? You, you have stopped you keep running out there when you shouldn't. You're not listening to anyone. You keep trying to get all these solo kills instead of playing as part of the team. Guess what? Now you die. You've yeah. done it to yourself. The most uh, satisfying part about being a healer is having the power to let someone die if they piss you off. Amen. Absolutely. <laughs> but before we, you know, uh, throw the baby out with the bathwater, um, I think this can easily just be checked with a with a conversation because you were talking about like you know you're playing as part of a team so maybe there are other sort of things that are coming up instead that like you have to prioritize uh, instead of of healing this particular player even though you're they're your partner um so i mean look the, the first thing i double check is like look have a chat have a sit down and ask like hey i've noticed that this has been happening um you know was there anything else that was going on or like is there a particular reasoning for why this is coming up this way but if it's just a two-player co-op game or something and they're just not like assisting you in that way then i'd be a little bit more concerned typical tank talk trying to make it sound like it's the healer's problem it is i, I just take the hits that's all i do Faye. There's also an element, if this is like a two-player co-op thing, we might be looking at like a Gears of War situation where it isn't necessarily a healing role, but you can just heal and pick up each other. And, you know, the second person's going down and the first person's just like, I could stop and pick you up or I could run screaming into the horde. Now, personally, overwhelming odds where like the rest of my team is down especially if I'm playing with loved ones, is the time where I scream ride or die and dive at their corpse <laughs> regardless of like how successful this may be because it, it breaks that tension, especially if everyone else has gone down and they're, like, they're feeling bad about it, breaking the tension by also kind of making a silly choice, but like for the right reasons can be a really powerful little moment. Yeah, I feel like it's... Uh... It's a thing. So for me personally, uh, if my husband goes down in a game, I'm immediately like, I'm going to go get him. Like, I don't even think about it. I go, oh, there's there's my my number one priority. I'm going to go grab him. And even if it's one of those co-op ones where, yeah, it's not a healing role and you've got to... I'm like, well, I'm not... Like a Destiny. Destiny's a great example. You're always picking each other up. And even in Destiny, a game that doesn't really have a support role, I manage to usually play as um, a solar warlock, which is basically a support role. Um, but um, it's that thing of, I'm playing this game to be playing with him, and so when he goes down, I'm going to go and grab him, unless it's completely suicidal. And there's often times where I'll go down and I see him running to me, and I'm like, no. You just stay alive. You stay alive. You go and you hide behind that pillar and I will be fine. 
and we have to You'll talk each other about it. You'll live for the both of us. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. You go on, tell my story, <laughs> and I'm going to go and grab a Coke. Um, <laughs> or some non-sponsored um, cola beverage. Yeah. So I think what we've come, we've decided on here is a conversation probably needs to be had uh, because if it's continually happening, um, there's a chance that it's not intentional, depending on the game. But if it is uh, for a certain kind of game and it's continuing to happen, it might be an issue. I think it's important to understand what the rest of the relationship looks like as well. Like if that if the game shuts off and you go about your day and there's no tension anywhere else in your relationship, if you're not like making little snippety remarks at each other when you're doing something around the house, if, if you're not, um, you know... Yeah, internally, I think a, a good sign is if you are internally, like, thinking about, um, you know, problems before they exist. Like, maybe you are, ex- you know, accentuating a problem that doesn't actually exist. Maybe this healing thing isn't as big as you think it is, but it is something that you've made a problem to be emblematic of other concerns that you're having in the relationship. Like, we need to... This is a kind of thing where you need to look outside of just the digital space at how your relationship is faring. Because if it's fine outside of this, it could be that it's literally just this. And it could be your partner's just oblivious to what's going on. Yeah, be an advocate for yourself, right? Of the If, if it is something that is bothering you, which it seems like it is, advocate for yourself here saying like, hey, like even if this is a case where of the, uh, if nothing else is um, bothering you in the relationship, if there's no snippy remarks, right? You can always say, hey, look, maybe I'm being a bit silly here. Um, I've just noticed that you haven't been healing me uh, and that's bothering me. Is there a reason for that? And kind of gloss it over in that way where you can, maybe you're just asking for reassurance, right? Mm. If that's the case. And I think you can go even further and like, look, I think there's nothing wrong with asking your partner like, hey, it, it means something to me that like you know you and i are looking out for each other in these games like if i go down can you come and save me because like i want you to be my knight in shining armor or i want to be your knight in shining armor like can we make that work and you know is that going to be a point of frustration or you know is that going to be something that actually like you know draws us closer together and you go as you said that outside relationship situation is very important because if the outside situation is you're getting out of the game being like hey can you uh finish up the dishes tonight and they respond with can you fucking finish the gauntlet without going down then you know there's big big problems <laughs> right so you need to keep that in mind that tension you cannot let it reach that point and if you don't have that talk about it there's always a chance it can get worse. It's it's dangerous, right? You don't always want to be bringing what's happening in your gaming world into the real world because, as I said, it might be something that's nothing. And if you're then holding on to this all this time and being like, something's happening, something's happening, something's happening, and all of a sudden they're like, hey, do you think um, that uh, on the weekend do you want to go do this? And you turn around and be like, why do you hate me? Why do you keep letting you know me die? <laughs> Why don't you just let me die in the real world? Are you taking me off to the beach to make me Harold Holt myself? Um, like, <laughs> wow, that's, that's a deep cut. Yeah, but but you can still, right? Like, you don't want that to happen. And so the easy thing here is 
that kind of soft conversation of the, yeah. hey, maybe even if I'm being a bit silly here, but I mean, if there are things going on outside of the game in the relationship that's making you think that way, that's a, a wider discussion and wider issue. Because if it's a silly small thing and you go, hey, I just want a bit of reassurance here or I'm not having fun, um, can you pick me up more or can you uh, heal me more? Because mm. um, I, I want to play the game too, right? If they're impatient with you or dismissive or make you feel bad for asking for reassurance, that's not cool, right? Like you can still say like, uh, hey, I'm not having fun or um, but in a way that's not accusatory, mm. right? Using a lot of I, me phrasings, how, it, how you feel rather than why don't you heal me um, just to soften it a bit. Yeah, like make it about I feel like I've noticed you're not healing me as much as you used to. Yeah, and then approaching the solution as like something that's collaborative, like this could be something that we could work on together. Um, you mm. know, maybe I need to practice more. Maybe you can help me with that. Maybe we can sort of work better as a team if we just sort of do a little bit extra here or something. Taya, were you just about to say that, were you insinuating or like hinting that someone might just have to get good in this day and age, Taya? <laughs> no, but I mean, look, the process toxic, of... Toxic, toxic Taya. The process of... Oh, of getting you need to spend hours uh, in the lab. We're, can, we're cancelling uh, Taya. I'm saying that the process <laughs> of getting good can be a wonderful thing in a relationship where you get good together. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing your wedding vows and like will you get good with me until the day we do <laughs> until the day we have I to I promise respawn. to keep my KDA over one <laughs> but you know this also falls to as well like the, we've talked about this before about what games are you playing in your relationship and maybe just double checking that this is the game you should be playing together in your relationship and if it's not like mm -hmm. there are other games you can be playing that are healthier for you to play together sometimes Play your games separately from each other and just find enjoyment in that. Like, I think that's the, the kind of the key thing is if this relationship is creating problems that don't already exist, the game is not more important than your relationship. Yeah, and there's a, a good piece of advice that I've read through memes on the internet, right? I love my Does memes get on good? the internet. <laughs> no, those are the We're canceling Malian as well. <laughs> no, I just got here. <laughs> no, um, of the. Tr what was it? It's something like assume that people mean well, right? And that there isn't an issue unless they bring it up. Because otherwise, you're going to sit there and wonder if there is an issue. Um, and try to trust the people around you that if there is a problem that they will speak to you about it and then you can do the same with them. So if you have an issue about this, you should talk to them about it and trust that they would do the same to you for you. Yeah, I think it's it's the thing we come back to a lot and that is, you know, communication is always key in these kind of areas. Um, and as I said, never let never let a game get in the way of a relationship because at the end of the day if you have a good healthy relationship and just this one element is creating toxicity then remove the toxic element not the entire relationship like Aww. if it's the other way well yeah you can the, have an episode on oh that God. another yeah. time i guess yeah like uh, <laughs> it's a thing like if you've got a bite on the hand from a zombie and you cut off the hand so that you don't have to get rid of the whole person oh. 
Was that a good analogy? I, I, <laughs> that's the analogy that's we're going for. Okay. We're, we're here now. Let's make it work. Well, <laughs> that's all we have time for this week. We hope that helped. And we hope that you guys can find some kind of uh, balance in the relationship of heels and death. Um and cutting off hands as Marlian motions at me about sawing hands <laughs> off. Uh, but until next time, we want to thank Ryan Sandon for producing the Pixel Hearts and Blusher for our intro and outro, the Pixel Hearts theme song and One Pixel at a Time. For all of our links, or if you need the Pixel Hearts to help troubleshoot your love life, head to our link tree in the show notes. But until next time, be kind to each other. <laughs>